why I feel planning ahead is important is that so that you know whether you're going to be making money in the future or how much money you will need for you to survive. Planning to know where you'll be on a financial position is quite good because you'll be able to know whether you need to get in more business, more revenue streams, or where you'll need to cut on expenses for you to continue operating. Welcome to the Bongo High Podcast, brought to you by Bongo High, Zambia's first technology and innovation hub. I'm your host, Mkuka Mayuka. By now, you've learned what it takes to be an entrepreneur, whether you should do it alone or find business partners and how to understand your target audience better. This week, we are going back to talking about planning, something we briefly explored in episode one. But this time around, I'm joined by Elijah Zambo of Street Culture, who's going to get into the value of planning ahead and understanding your financial projections. We'll also get a few financial planning tips from Malama Mwilwa. Everything you need to know about a business is all in the numbers, and numbers don't lie. I sat down with Malama, who took financials back to basics. As we were progressing through our education, from grade one, university, so on and so forth, we would have tests and exams that would determine our progress and whether we're ready to move on to the next stage. So it's pretty much the same way with financials and your business. How do you know whether you're doing good or bad? At this point, I'd like to introduce three key terms, which is revenue, or what people know as sales, expenses, or costs, and profit. Let me give you a practical example. Let's say you bake cakes. To bake the cake, there are certain costs that you have to incur or spend on. So you buy the flowers, the eggs, the sugar, margarine. When you buy these, you put them together, and you make a final product, which is a cake. So, let's say you bought all those products for 50 kwacha to make one cake. And then you sell that cake for 100 kwacha. That 100 kwacha is what we call our sales or revenue. So, when you look at how much you've made, 100 kwacha, and how much it costs you to make it, which is 50 kwacha, you have an extra 50 kwacha. That extra 50 kwacha is what we call profit. For every entrepreneur, there are harsh truths that make them make changes to their business. Elijah, the co-founder of Street Culture, a youth talent and entertainment company, shared with me the turning point for the business and its finances. First thing that Bongo have taught us is that we were not a business. You know, and I completely disputed that. I was so upset. I was like, you guys are being so rude. How can you tell us that we're not a business? And they were like, Elijah. You guys don't even have any books of, of, of accounting. You know, you don't have a website. You're not registered. You're just doing things and trying to make money here and there. And it was at that point that we realized that, okay, what is a business? And, you know, you know a business is it, it's, it's people, it's its systems, it's its processes, it's its brand. And when we, we, when we looked at ourselves, like, you know, we didn't really know what we're doing. We didn't really keep track of any of our expenses and that's when we were like, okay, it's time to start looking into these things. And uh, I think it all came together when we started looking at our finances because that's what dictates how the business moves. You know, when you're talking about business, you need to look at the dollar. You can't be shy about the money. Like a lot of people would ask us, so how much money are you guys making? And I would be very offended. But that's just a legitimate business question. 
our mentors and our advisors would ask us, so how much are you guys spending? You know, how much do you guys need to grow? How much do you want to pay yourselves? Are you going to hire new people? How are you going to afford them? Elijah highlighted to us how important it is to keep track of your expenses. Malama gives some further advice on how to do this. It's all about documentation. At this point, I would like to introduce two key documents that every person that's involved in business or like to pursue business should know about, which is your invoice and your receipt. So now, what is an invoice? Let's take the example of the cake business. And we're looking at our expenses. Now, you go to procure some of those ingredients. And as soon as you get them off the shelf or someone delivers them to you, this is the point at which you get the invoice. So all the invoice is is proof that the product or the service has been delivered to you. Now, when you make payment for the product or services that have been delivered to you, you get what is known as a receipt. And those are the documents you keep with regards to your costs. And when you finally bake the cake and you sell it, the same applies. When you deliver or your customer comes to get your cake, you have to issue him with an invoice. So the invoice again just says that, you know, I have baked the cake and the customer has accepted it and has received the product. Now, when the customer pays you for that cake or the invoice that you've written, you issue him with the receipt. That just shows I have now received payment for this product that I have sold to him. Malama and Elijah explain to us why it is important to keep your receipts and invoices. It is important to keep these documents because you use these documents now to know how much was your total cost or were your total cost rather in the month, the week or forever how long you want to track and know what your total costs are. And the same goes with the invoices you issue your clients and the receipts because these also will show how much you sold in a month or whichever period you want to record. So now when you get the information from the invoices for your expenses and the invoices for your sales, you now be able to know how much my total sales are, how much my total expenses are, and when you list your expenses from your sales, you then now know what your profit is. On a basic level, find a way to do your record keeping. Every single receipt, every expenditure, whether it's bus fare, it's talk time, everything that it takes to run the business, you need to keep track of. And you need to do it the right way because one day you're going to be running around looking for investment and you're going to be looking for loans. And there's no way somebody is going to trust you with their money if they see you don't even know how to account for yours. Malama shares with us a great tool which can help you keep track of your expenses. If you're looking for an online tool or electronic um, application that you could use to help you keep track 
of all these costs and cells that we've been talking about, then I would recommend what is known as Wave Apps. Wave Apps is free up to a certain level, but the basic features are free and you'd be able to record your cells and your expenses. So far, we've learned how to keep track of your numbers and ultimately how your numbers tell if your business is making money or not. The numbers don't lie. Now, we are going to hear about the importance of being compliant. Having your receipts and invoices are also very important for this. Here's how compliance works or what compliance is. Every business and every individual in the country, wherever you go in the world, has to abide by certain rules and laws. And some of those laws include include being what we call compliant. So there are three main bodies that businesses have to comply with. These are Zambia Revenue Authority, which is also known as ZRA, PACRA, which is the Register of Companies, and NAPSA, which is the National uh, Pension Scheme Authority. So, ZRA, these are the tax authorities in Zambia. Every business, depending on what kind of business you are, has to pay their taxes. Uh, there are various types of taxes, so I would advise people to go to the ZRA website, which is www.zra.org.zm, or go in person to the ZRA offices. And it's very important that you comply with ZRA because if you do not comply with ZRA, there are several types of penalties that you could incur. The second body I'd like to discuss is PACRA. Before you even start trading, you must register with PACRA. Now, there's different types of registration. It could be a business name, a private limited company, a sole trader, a partnership. Again, I advise people to go to the PACRA website just to get more details. Finally, you have NAPSA. So if you have anybody who you employ, you have to pay what is known as a pension contribution, or as most people call it, a NAPSA contribution locally. Know what your responsibilities are. That is being, you know, your tax, your NAPSA. That is something that can really cut your knees off as a business because a lot of people, they get into business, they start making money, and they think, you know, they've made it. It's pie in the sky. They're in the clouds. But, you know, uh, as businesses, we have a responsibility to pay taxes because, you know, that's what builds the roads and the hospitals that we benefit from. And it can actually be a source of serious litigation when, when you just hear that, oh, your bank accounts have been frozen, you're under investigation for not paying taxes. So you can have done a very great job building your business, but you've accumulated such piles of debt, you know, especially with, like, you know, regulatory requirements that... That is something that every business needs to be on top of from the day you register at PACRA. Now, here's the importance of complying. 
you don't want to be in a situation where you've worked so hard you have grown as a business and now finally you are living the dream only for the tax authorities or you know napsa or whichever body regulatory body that you have to comply with to knock on your door and say you have x amount of money owed to us in the form of penalties or interest charges quite a number of businesses have fallen victim to this and they have been hit with fines and worst case scenario i have seen some businesses small businesses closed down because they couldn't manage to pay all these fines and penalties we have learned how being compliant can mean make or break for your business always be compliant Elijah now gives us insight about how managing your financials can help with long-term business plans. As a business, you need to plan early on how you're going to finance your future outside of your income. So you might say that today and in my experience, you know, being in a talent and entertainment company, I may say that today I'm just doing events for kids, you know, where they're dancing and doing competing winning prizes that's my business today but i would like to get to a point where i've got the big sound system and the big stage so i have to think about how am i going to afford that stage 5 years from now it's one thing to keep track of what you've been doing and what's happening in the past but it's a whole another beast looking forward into the future and making projections because you know you don't know what happens tomorrow in business you don't know if you're going to get a new client tomorrow so you you have to kind of foresee what you need and make a very deliberate effort to get it for example if you and i are in business together we're going to need our to pay ourselves in order to keep running the business so we know that this year you and i need to project our salaries we need to also project our expenses Uh, because that will let us know what it costs to run the business. So now like we've we've got this big number in front of us, it's going to make us it's going to be like a balance. It's going to be like a check that lets us know that we need to at least bare minimums make this amount of money or we're, or the business is going to fail. And that's actually a good thing to know. You want to know that if if the co- if the cost of running your business is too high, then there's something wrong with your business and you need to re-strategize. Another reason to make sure you plan your long-term financial goals is that they potentially could help you when you're looking for funding from investors. Nobody will put money in you if you don't have a track record of how you've been, you know, keeping your your own money. And I think it's it's also building relationships because you're not just going to go up to somebody one day and say, "Hey, I need half a million dollars. Um, I have a good business." You know, business is is about relationships. People need to know that you're the type of person they want to get in business with. Elijah has highlighted with us the importance of forward planning. You can start planning before you started your business by making informed assumptions or guesses. Then as soon as you start tracking your revenue, expenses and profit, you can make much more accurate projections. Elijah leaves us with one final thought. If in doubt, ask you're never the smartest person in the room find somebody who's done it before it doesn't matter if their business is different but somebody who has a basic understanding of finance accounting and business often times we see people in our communities you know that shop owner you know that um person who's got like an accounting firm or you know that uncle's cousin's relative's friend you know 
I believe, you know, if you humble yourself and you you uh, tell somebody what your true intentions are, that I'm just starting out in business, I would really like just an hour of your time to ask a couple of questions, I'll follow you to your place, just give me one hour. I think a lot of people will help you if you're being very genuine and honest and you're not asking too much of them. I don't see why people would not help you. Many entrepreneurs don't have the finance knowledge required. So remember, whether you're able to afford a trained accountant or have a friend who is a fellow entrepreneur or even a numbers whiz, don't be afraid to ask for help. What have we learned in this episode? Number one, numbers don't lie. Number two, be compliant. Number three, think long term. And number four, if in doubt, ask. That's a wrap for this week. We went through some tricky concepts, but don't worry, we have you covered. This has been the Bongo Hive Podcast, available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify platforms. Visit www.bongohive.co.cn forward slash podcast to subscribe and listen to more episodes.